Good evening. I wanted to get you a market update ahead of tomorrow's USDA report that comes out at 11 o'clock. The USDA is going to give us a new round of estimates on planted acres for this year and quarterly stocks, which are the grain inventories left at the end of June. The market is expecting about 400,000 more acres of corn, about 500,000 less acres of soy, 300,000 less acres of wheat, and about 100,000 more acres of cotton. Now, none of these numbers are big enough to move the balance sheet. You would need to get acreage switches closer to a million or a million and a half acres to disrupt the current flow uh, on balance sheets. My personal estimates are that we're not going to add much in the way of corn. We're not going to take that much away on soy, but we are going to add some more cotton acres. So uh, I'm, I'm a little different than what the trade is, but we'll see where the USDA's survey tells us uh, tomorrow at 11. The quarterly stocks report is an estimate of inventories of grain in commercial and farmer hands at the end of June. And the trade kind of mailed in those numbers as best they could to match current USDA estimates on ending stocks. So they kind of backed into that number. Where the drama really is playing out on the quarterly stocks or the ending stocks for this year is in the Board of Trade where we've seen the July-December corn spread completely blow out. At the beginning of the month, that spread was only $0.35. Cents. July was trading at a $0.35 cent premium to December. It now traded today as all the way up to $1.16. On the soybean spread at the beginning of the month, the November beans were trading at $1.65 um, discount to July. So again, July over November. Uh, and that rallied all the way up to $2 today. So incredibly strong cash market signals based on the spread that we are out of old crop corn and out of old crop beans. Whether the USDA admits that in this report, we'll not, we will find out tomorrow at 11. But the bias certainly would be that we would have smaller quarterly stocks numbers than what the trade is estimating. The real world uh, continues to truck along with very strong demand. Ethanol grind was quite strong again, um, especially now that prices have fallen so dramatically on corn and beans. Demand has stabilized and probably is holding very strong on the feed sector as well. Crop condition ratings did fall very hard again to the surprise of the market. They thought maybe with some of those rains crop condition would improve. But one more week of this, and we will be back down matching last year's uh, hard crop condition ratings. Um, and so that was a surprise earlier in the week. The weather models are in major conflict between the GFS and the Euro model. That high ridge is parked over the western corn belt. It is incredibly hot and staying very hot, doing severe damage to the corn in Kansas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Dakotas but rain could fall over Iowa, Minnesota, and Illinois and Indiana. That's what the models are indicating now for July. But again, they're so inconsistent that there is no consistency in the pattern. You'll just have to wait and see uh, on a weekly basis. On the macro level, the Federal Reserve continues to talk admitting that they're way behind the curve on inflation and doing their best to beat down inflation with talk. 
Um, but uh, that's not working, obviously, and we get another inflation estimate from the government uh, in the middle of July. July 13th is the new print. Most in the trade are expecting a slight drop in inflation, but not very much. Um, but it is clear that if the Federal Reserve keeps going down this path of 75-point basis rate hikes, that they're going to put us into a recession uh, sometime either in the fourth quarter of this year or first quarter of next year. Managed money is reading these signals and selling their uh, commodities very aggressively. And that's what we have seen in nat gas, copper, corn, beans, wheat, you name it. They're aggressively selling it, getting ahead of the recession story. What is happening in response to that is the cash market is saying, hey, look, you're selling grain that we just don't have. And we're making it up in the form of spreads and basis trade. How this plays out over the next 60 days uh, will be volatile because it's possible that we are out of old crop corn and beans. It is possible, again, that we um, have uh, severe weather trading through July and August, but the funds keep selling. The war story is uh, the same or even worse. Um, Russia is making small, uh, slow advancements on taking over Ukraine. Nothing dramatic, but um, these cities and infrastructure are getting completely hollowed out. The prospects of grain shipping or grain getting harvested look worse. And so the macro picture on grain inventories continues to get worse. Um, it is possible in some eyes that inflation may dip a little bit here in the next month or two, but it's not going away anytime soon. I can tell you that of the 20 to 30 different sources of information that I follow, newsletter, podcasts, um, you know, traders in, in their special arenas that they, they specialize in, um, I'm seeing some of the biggest divergence in opinions on the markets that I have seen in a very long time. Bullish is inflation and fundamentals of commodities where we're just flat running out and war continuing to keep supply chains constrained. Bearish is the recession talk, Fed policy, and technical damage done by the, the speculative selling over the last 30 days. So the question is, what is our plan? Fundamentally, uh, absolutely, the, the markets are very tight uh, in the grains, and we are going to flat run out of grain this summer. Speculatively, the funds may not care. They may keep selling, pushing the charts, uh, increasing chart damage, and letting the basis do all the work. We ran into this last summer where we had a very fundamentally bullish story. The funds kept selling, but they eventually broke the market. And I don't want to have that happen to us again this year. So we are 40% sold across the board, um, but I'm looking to advance sales. We have working orders in at 815 on new crop corn, 1615 on new crop beans. We are 40% sold, and we're looking to advance those sales. I am going to give some respect to the hedge fund selling, and we're going to place a new order on November beans at 1525. There is a gap in the chart on the way down at 1536. So we're going to place an order to sell 20% of our soybeans at 1525 on the November beans. Please make sure you have that order in and working first thing tomorrow morning. 
we have no change in our corn pricing targets. There is a gap in the chart on December corn at 728. I do think eventually we go back and fill that gap as well, but it's far enough away that I we that even with a limit up move tomorrow we won't fill that gap. Tomorrow though on November beans we can fill that gap and that's why I want to have that order working. So, we are not going to change existing orders. We're going to leave those working, the 20%. I'm just going to add a new order on November beans at 15.25. I want to sell 20% of our expected new crop production. For those of you that maybe want to consider buying some puts to get through this report and do some protection, I would look at the September $14 soybean put that's trading at 26 cents or the September $6 corn put which is trading at 13 cents. Uh, these are nothing more than insurance protection against possible fund, aggressive fund selling uh, against the grain of strong fundamentals. Again, what we're dealing with is a group of individuals that have more money and they can move these markets in their direction over a long period of time and because their worldview is just different than the fundamentals. They're more concerned about the long-term impact of interest rate hikes and a possible recession, so they may decide to keep selling. I think this situation is different this time. I think that the oil uh, and gas and fuel prices sitting at record high prices keeps a bid under grains. I also think the war in Ukraine keeps a bid under grains because of global balance sheets that are at or headed to record tight levels. Um, but for those of you that are maybe a touch more risk adverse, consider buying those puts as protection through this report. I will have a macro market update uh, over the weekend. So once we get these new acres and they will ultimately affect the balance sheets, I will reconfigure uh, all the global, the U.S. and global balance sheets going forward through the weekend and we will uh, address uh, potential price impacts at that point. Understand that I am not bearish fundamentally either near term or over the next three to four months. We still have a lot of weather to get through. Uh, the Fed might be able to control interest rates, but they cannot control weather. And so if we have adverse weather through July, these balance sheets still can get dramatically very, very tight. But I do have to acknowledge that fund selling is quite aggressive uh, on macro fears. And we are going to respond accordingly with a, a light sale of November beans at 1525. Let's get that order placed first thing in the morning. Okay, thanks so much. Have a wonderful evening. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS.